Hi everyone, welcome to Relatively Sane. This is Jody, Jessica's niece. Um, I just wanted to like welcome you all for coming and listening. Uh, I mean, I don't mean coming, like I didn't mean it like that. Like I'm so innocent, I would never say something like that. But I'm just like grateful that you're listening to her because like she's such a good person. And a lot of times like she feels bad about herself and I just feel bad for her because I just feel like she should feel better about herself and this is really the time. So um, I really enjoy her podcast. I hope you do too. I was so excited today because I was able to go into a store and I could go shopping and I just love shopping. Like I don't understand why people are so upset right now. Just go shopping. Like, who cares that there's a virus, there's masks, like, you have to social distance. Like, I don't even know what that means. I'm not, like, not going to go on Instagram. And uh, whatever, just, like, go shopping, buy yourself a nice sundress. Do something like that, because that'll make you feel better. No one's going to, like, no one's even sick. Like, this is just all a hoax. I hope Jessica doesn't get upset that I'm saying all these things, because, like, I know she doesn't agree But, like, if you're listening, just, like, do whatever. Like, just breathe all over everyone and just, like, whatever. Now they're saying, like, dogs can get it and cats and monkeys and llamas. Like, when am I ever going to go near a llama? Like, I'm never going to go near a llama. How annoying is that voice? It's so unbelievably annoying. I'm so sorry that I did that. I I hope that you guys aren't upset and mad. But... I'm ending it with my voice. And, oh gosh, I hope you guys are laughing and having fun at certain points. I laughed today and I really literally thought to myself, I have not laughed like this in weeks. And I used to laugh every day a lot. That's completely a lie. The only time I ever did that was in high school and college because I smoked pot 24 hours a day. Um... I'm eating gluten-free pretzels, not while I'm taping this, but right after I have gluten-free pretzels and I'm not even gluten-free, but I tell myself it's okay. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening and just be safe out there and try to be silly. Bye. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Relatively Sane. I am here with one of my favorite people. Probably doesn't even know this. (laughs) I didn't. I didn't. You didn't. You didn't know. How would you know? You never. You didn't tell me. So I. I. I don't know. You could. You probably put the. I missed that smoke signal. I didn't. I didn't get it. <laughs> we haven't hung out a lot, but we have a mutual love for each other. I have that with some people from like meeting a couple times in social media. Um, recently yeah. Because of stand up, you know. I just. I love what you do. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love what you do. Um, you, you're an absolute beast, and it was so fun. It was so fun getting a chance to perform with you last summer at the Montreal uh, Just for Last Comedy Festival. That was, I was really. That was a fun set for me personally. Yeah. That was. I think that was my best taped JFL set that I had. Really? It was. Yeah, and it was. It felt. It. It. It felt great, and I hadn't had that feeling before. You know, as. There's so many times I've done it and I'll be like, oh, don't put that up. Oh, they put that clip up. Me too. I never feel, I never felt like I really did well on those TV sets in Montreal. Right. But you, you, you destroy. 
<laughs> you, I'm here to tell you, 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 you'll destroy. <laughs> Beast, the funniest. You were literally, y'all, one of the top five funniest. I don't even want to say. I don't even put you in the category of a lady comic. Just a comic and just like a funny person, being able to just take um, um, life growing up and and paint it so vividly to a crowd and and bring them into your world where it's like you're so submerged into your world that you're that they have to accept it. I, I haven't seen I haven't seen that in in a minute. You're Thank you. I love what you just said because I really do. I do try to do that. I try. I try to bring them in and have it be like a conversation and not just me doing a show. I always yeah. say there's two kinds of comics. There's givers and takers, and you're a hundred percent a giver. <laughs> people, but there are comics who you know. It's like when they're on stage, they're taking from the. It's about them getting their ego boosted. I am the opposite of that. Yeah, you are yeah. too. Right? Yeah, me too. Yeah, to like I don't. Yeah, I'm. I do it for the. It's the love. I'm up there yeah. doing it for the love and 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 telling you about this effed up shit that's happening to me and it's real. It's, yo, this is this really happened. When, so when did you start? How long have you been doing it? I've been doing stand up since I was 16, 16, 15. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't start going on the road and being like super consistent. I mean, at 18, I was consistent, but 19, I was on the road with Charlie Murphy and I was, I was consistent, you know what I mean? So uh, young boy coming from, young boy, young boy coming from Virginia, um, you know, working at Burlington Coat Factory, um, <laughs> not, not knowing anything except uh, how to put a layaway together and, and, uh, <laughs> and fixing a couple of computers. I think I've done pretty okay. Yeah. <laughs> I worked at Lord and Taylor folding clothes for years. Really? If I continue to do this, I'm done. Like I am going to end up it jumping out of a window. That is, it was horrible. Yeah. Old crotchety white women. Like you have that in a medium. Like they're just so, they were so entitled and rude. Yes. It sounds like sounds like all the women at Steinmart that I was dealing with. I worked at Steinmart too. And it, is there another size for this? No, there's not another size. We don't have gargantuan. I'm sorry. You have a whole bunch of dimples. <laughs> you need to get those taken out. Oh man, I almost fell in one of them. I did. Eleven X. I need an eleven X. I need I need four Rick Rosses. Does it come in four Rick Rosses? Yes. I don't even know how you know who Rick Ross is. Yeah. I, I was expecting you to say Archie Bunker, but whatever. You know, I with that you need to go to the big and tall. That would you need to go. Right. Someone gets stains all over the shirts before they even buy them. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this, as a reformed fat person, I can speak for my people. There's no, oh my gosh, yes, I was a fat boy. I love yeah. this. I've never talked to someone on the podcast, I'm not kidding, especially a man who yeah. was fat. Were you a fat kid? I was a fat, I was a fat kid. I'm good now, but I, love I, was, I was little, yeah. I used to have Beyonce hips, like my, it was my butt. That was my problem area. Oh, really? You know like you, you like I feel I know how women feel when they get catcalled, but let me tell them I got catcalled before they got catcalled. 
I used to bend over. If I dropped a pencil or something in school, I'd bend over to pick it up. Mind you, this is fourth grade. I'm nine. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I bent over to pick up a pencil. I hear somebody whistle. I say, uh, excuse me, principal. Oh, my bad. <laughs> my bad, dog. I you know, you look at you, you know. It was an honest mistake. <laughs> so on behalf of all of my fat folks, I can tell you right now that um, Fashion Nova and them Japanese clothes that you get online or oh, fuck you to all of them. Because when I get the size, when I, when I order a large like I'm supposed to or a medium, I kid you not, when I get it, it comes in a 3T. I got to give it to my nephew. He's three years old. He can wear it. <laughs> Wait a second. What made you, what, how old were you when you lost weight and got fit? Because you look, you look, I said it the second I saw you, you look amazing right now. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Not, has not done bad things. You know, everyone's like the pandemic 15 or whatever. You look really healthy. Well, I, well, Jessica, I've been, I've been running. Um, if you haven't watched the news, uh, yep. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, what am I eating? Uh, Full fellatio for me. Uh, that's how I'm staying in shape. Okay. Yeah, right. Such <laughs> yeah. a liar. Listen, you got it. I'm not. I'm not lying to you. you. Listen, I'm not trying to be crass. No, you can be crass. I don't care. Jessica, the box is nutritious. Okay, it's nutritious and it's low fat. Okay, I agree. that's very true. I've eaten ten today and I'm very full. I've only had one, but uh, I need to catch up. <laughs> it's listen, listen. It's one twelve, okay? Anything can happen before twelve a.m. <laughs> no, have you just been running and having sex, Jay? I'm very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I've been exercising. I, I've, uh, I've turned my house. I've got, you know, I've got stuff in my garage, my jump rows, my weights. But for the most part, consistently, I've been running. And to answer your question, because I know we, we totally ran away from that, but I have I lost 75 pounds and when I was 17. I went from 250, wow. yeah, 250 to 175. You lost weight too, though. I did. You came down. I lost I lost weight. I've kept it off mostly for six years, so I'm proud of myself. But I have yeah. to lose the rest, and I need to just exercise. Like I I I need to just do it, but I hate it. I'm being honest. Like I really. Yeah. Some people like to run. Like, do you like running? I fucking hate it, Jay, so much. It's 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 not a favorite of mine, but it's not a favorite of mine. I don't understand when people talk about the runners high. Yes. I, said, I don't I don't think that exists. There's never a time I'm just like, I could do this forever. I'm like, <gasps> you know, <laughs> out of breath, palpitating, your side, the side hurts, feel like you just got feel like you're Jesus and you just got the spear on the side. It's terrible. You know the little tight feeling that you get on the side of your body? Oh, you're in pain. Feels like you it feels like somebody's inside going, you want to run more? Well, yeah. take that, nigga. That's how it feels. Oh so. my god. But you do it because you, when you're done, you feel better. That's I, mean, I do it because if I don't, I'm gonna have Beyonce hips. That's why I run, okay? That's exactly why I run. All right. I listen, you ain't gonna have me looking like Quest Love Jr. out this motherfucker. I ain't doing that. I don't okay? blame you. Yeah, looks too. So you might as well be thin. Yeah, yeah. People don't have a good-looking face, so it's like fuck it, blow up. Who cares? <laughs> but if you have something to work with, you might as well take it down a notch, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Because I don't, I, I didn't want to. I've always had the, I've always had the cute face, but I, I know. for them to, for them to refer to me as a bad dude, like a bad bitch, like a bad dude, I don't, I don't like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know I'm bad, but I'm, I look good. You can't call me a bad bitch. I'm not a bad bitch. You know? Right. No. Were you teased as a kid when you were a heavy kid? Oh my gosh, yeah. That's why I did. I was, I was teased in my household. That's what got me, you know. And I mean, this was this was a long time ago, and um, of course, uh, feelings have been reconciled, and um, everything is good now. But it definitely, it definitely took a lot uh, of forgiving going on because I felt like everybody was attacking me. Like I'll give you an example. I was forced when I was younger to get on the scale. Like, get on the scale. Let me see how much you weigh. And then when the numbers would be read, the, the person would be like, damn, like that type of shit. Yeah. Terrible. So as a kid, you know, and everybody at school is messing with you. You know, they flipping your titties up and 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 punch, putting the finger in your stomach and saying, woohoo, and, and all. And you were literally physically assaulted. Yeah. I was physically assaulted. Touch you when you're a kid. I don't care if you're a guy or a girl, anything. It's it it's not good. No, no, you never like it. Guys a lot. And a lot of guys don't talk about it. And yeah. a lot of gay guys that I'm friends with will do shit to me or other men that aren't gay. And I'm like, you're not allowed to do that. Like right. you play with my boobs. It's not okay. <laughs> yeah. I never really? did that in Montreal. I was like, Jay, what's come over you? <laughs> I had a couple of drinks, Jesse. It's fine. When that, when that, I'm telling you, when that gin hits my brain, it's a wrap. You're just flicking titties. I know. Pum, pum, pum. I'm like Kanye West. Nigga, pum, pum, pum. Remember that? What do you think about Kanye running for? Is he still running for president? I don't even know. Um, he's he's trying to. I think that it's a distraction. I think. As a black man, I don't think it's a good idea because he's not qualified yet. Yeah. Now, I never say you can you can always level up and be good in the future, but right now it doesn't seem like he knows enough and is well versed enough to be able to take on that role because that is the biggest job. That's the most important job ever. You know, I would never want to do that job if they if, if they told me between you could either clean shit at a zoo the rest of your life and stand at the back of the elephant and you got to put your head in his butt uh, at least twice a day. Well, guess what, nigga? I'm going to put on a, a plastic bag and we go in the fuck in. I'm serious. I would never want to be president. I feel the same way. I would clean shit every day for the rest of my life than be president. Yes. Not president. It's, it's just... Because he has met, he has problems. Like, people are that's, ruthless. They are that's another thing. ruthless. That's another thing. I know. He's bipolar. He's got, he's bipolar. I know. You can't have a bipolar person running the country. They be saying, fuck you to Putin. And then two minutes later, I love you. We don't, we don't need that running shit. Running around naked. <laughs> you said what? Running around naked. Like, running around, yeah. Running around naked. Yeah, just then, let out the nuclear bombs and then just like jerk off in the middle of the White House. Like, yeah, oh, uh, uh, uh. Huh? Hold on, fam. Hold on. I'm almost finished. I'm almost finished splackling your face. I'm gonna finish. <laughs> I just don't. I, I I just don't personally think it's a good idea. However, 
I understand his passion and his optimism because of the current situation that we have been shoveled. So I get it. But you, for any job, you have to be qualified. And if you're not, if, if you're not a person who has a plan that can take this country in a different direction, I believe you need to shut up. And that's all it is. I agree. I completely agree with you. And I had read something on Twitter about how you experience violence with the police. When was that? I mean, I didn't, I, I don't read, I'm like, I see things and I'm like, oh, I got to get off of here. It's, um, it's well, it happened April the 26th. I still have it. This year? Have, like this just happened? This just happened, yeah. I had, I had no idea. I thought this is something that happened in your past. Yeah, no, I mean, it's the past now, a few I months. What but... happened years ago. I had no idea that this just happened. What, can you tell us what happened? I think it's really important for people to hear. All right, so we were talking about um, uh, staying fit during Corona. So I've been running, you know, and um, unassuming day, you know, I, I was, I'm, I'm outside, my run tracker app, I, I was using that um, for the first half of the quarantine, you know, uh, helping track my cardio, because I didn't want to get Beyonce hips again. Um, <clears throat> so I'm running, keep in mind, keep in mind that this, uh, this app tells you when to slow down, and it, it tells you when to stop running, and it tells you when to run. Oh. So I'm running down Ventura at first. My brake comes, slow down, so I'm slowing down. As I'm walking over the intersection of Corbin and Ventura, um, I got my beast, I got my Bose headphones on, you know, noise canceling. I, I can't, I'm not, I'm, in, I'm just walking, you know? To the right, well, sorry, to the left of me, I see a cop with his gun out and he's like, get on the ground. You? Yeah, and I'm thinking, and this is what I'm thinking. I'm like, oh shit, somebody about to get, I'm looking past, I'm like, oh shit, he about to get somebody. Cause it can't be me, right? Not me. You talking about somebody over here? Cause it can't be me, right? Yeah, I'm just running. Why would, it, why would he be? Right, but now at this point, like I'm telling you, at this point, it's, it, I'm walking, I'm walking through this situation. Um, so the cop comes, guns out, gun out, get on the ground, uh, take your headphones off. So I was like, all right, so I took my headphones off put them on the ground, uh, another squad car comes up, three more officers get out. Um, there's another officer in front of me. He doesn't have a gun though. He was, just, he was just standing there. The other three officers got out. They got all of their guns out. What are you uh, thinking at this time? I'm just curious, like seriously. Were you like, I'm uh, gonna die? Yeah, I didn't, I, literally I was so, have you ever had somebody, um, you ever had somebody try to hold you underwater? You ever had that happen before? And like you almost drown and you had to like fight your way out. Like in my mind, that's what I was, that's what I was feeling. Yeah. And then, and then when the officer got on top of me, put his knee down here, put me in cuffs. Now I'm like, yo, are you, are you putting me in cuffs? Like I didn't do anything, you know? Oh, I'm sorry. You matched the description. You matched the description of uh, a suspect, uh, uh, sweatpants, uh, gray sweatpants and a gray shirt which seemed like it was totally made up. Yeah, it seemed like they were being so spurious about the situation because it literally, it's like a, a black dude. It literally could have been any one of us. Mm -hmm. And they probably, um, and they probably flagged it from the helicopter. Oh, there's a black dude walking, you know, get him. You know, so <clears throat> officers on top of me, I'm on the ground. He's putting the cuffs on me. And then my app says, run. I said, bitch, I can't. 
<laughs> my app says run. I'm like, bitch, I cannot. This is not the right time. I don't know. Arrested for something I don't even know what the fuck. I would freak out. I was freaking out. I was, I, I was freaking out. I had so many questions. I'm finally telling these folks. I'm like, yo, Google me. Yo, Google my name. Say that. Did you say this is who I am? I'm on set. Yeah. I, I said that. I said, I'm Jay Farrell from, I said, I'm Jay Farrell. SNL's Jay Farrell. I said, if you look right. online and you Google me, you will see that you're making a mistake. Holy you, shit. They even told me why I was down on the ground. They were like, okay, get up. After they put the cuffs on me, they tell me to get up. I said, how? I'm on the ground. How am I going to get up? Can you help me? So then they finally, they finally took me, pulled me up. And then they said, do you want to sit? Do you want do you want to sit on the ground? I'm like, listen, first of all, you all have come up. This is Corona. This is the height of Corona. We're still in it, but this is when it was it was no, just right. all the cases. You don't have on gloves. You don't have on masks. Yep. None of that. And you're touching me. Now I'm on the ground. And Jessica, I'm sweating. I know it's horrible. It's traumatic. It, I know I'm, it's hard to say that as a guy, but this is traumatic. What they yeah. I'm, I'm literally sweating. So you putting me on the ground. Now all of the dirt and all of that, now all of that is all on my shirt. And I have I can't do anything. I can't wash it off. Now I'm in now I'm in danger. Now I'm fearing. I'm like, wow, do I have corona? Luckily, I've tested for it and I haven't had it within the last three to four months. And I haven't had any antibodies, but that's biological warfare. The etiquette was totally, well, that's was totally. Wrong. That's what people don't realize. They need to hear these stories. This is like, this happens all day, every, all day. everywhere. And oh, it has, this is, and, it ha uh -huh. and it's got nothing to do with, it's got nothing to do with your status. Like if you're an innocent nothing. black person or you're an innocent, you're an innocent person, you can get messed with and it's terrible. You're innocent black person in America, unassuming, law-abiding citizen, and you can still get treated like folks who who uh, intentionally break the law. Like that's that's not right, yo. Are, that is not right. I don't get it. Now, did they? They? I mean, I do get it. One of my. I'm meaning like I just can't even believe they just don't care. And and no. people to say it's not a problem. Let me tell you something. I've seen it so many times. I've also seen where I've gotten away with shit. I've said. Yeah. Before. I have gotten away with shit that if it were you, there is no fucking way you would have gotten away with. It. And I know that's horrible to hear, but it's I mean, it's, it's the truth. I got caught once years ago. It with my car I had no registration. My license was expired. The car. Mm. I, mean, I was like in my twenty. I was, you know, it was fucking irresponsible. They took my car. I should have been arrested. I mean, if I were not a white girl from New Jersey, like I'm telling you, these yeah. guys were the biggest assholes they would have if i wasn't a white girl i would have been that would have been it i would have yeah. been the shit kicked out of me arrested and taken away you would have been the, you would have been, been a rodney king situation for you i knew it i knew when they said we're gonna let you go we should be arresting you i was like it's because i'm i know meanwhile they didn't even know i was jewish they hate us too <laughs> you kept that one you kept that quiet <clears throat> no i'm not like yeah i'm not you know like do you want to come over for passover you know i was like <laughs> Here's a latke. You want a latke? I got a latke cake in the back. <laughs> Here's some applesauce. Take that. Here's a dreidel. Have it. 
This is the Jewish care package. <laughs> I'm just playing. Just totally playing. A brisket and a hundred dollar bill. No, I um Yeah. No, I white fish. <laughs> Sorry. I I really did. I knew it and I was like, I'm lucky because this would not have ended this way. Did they ever say I'm sorry? They said, mm, oh, yeah, hey, hey, man, you know, you see, we got a situation here. Yeah. Hey, oh, I'm sorry. What sorry, man. To someone, what really what that does to a man. I'm oh, serious. Especially for, especially for a man who's never been, I've, I had never been put in hand, I've never been arrested. So I've never got a ticket. So to be put in handcuffs for the first time, and it's not in the bedroom to my liking. I got a goddamn problem with that. I understand. And I didn't even finish the story, Jess. So they come back after it had to be, it was a few minutes, whatever. I'm standing there. I'm like, yo, y'all done messed up. <laughs> y'all done messed up. You done messed up. Dude comes back. He's like, oh, we just got a call. It's not you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll fall. Let me go. I was like, yo, take these. I was like, yo, take these effing cuffs off me. And I think at that point, I was in the right saying that because it's like you have not only have you disturbed, not only you disturbed my my Corona workout, you have put me in a precarious situation with this virus. You have made me feel like an animal. You right. have put cuffs on me. You have embarrassed me in front of everybody who's passing, who who sees and be like, yo, is that? Is that Jay? What did he do? God, Jay, I get it. I would feel the exact same way. So it's it was just all of those emotions running in my mind at the same time. I came back to my house. I was livid. The first person I called had to be my mom, man. And I just I told her the situation. My dad was on the phone. She crying on the phone. My sister. That's I talked to her. It was just. I would be so sad. I can't yeah. tell you. But what everybody was saying and, and you know i'm thankful i'm thankful jessica the fact that i'm still here to talk and tell my story because you got people like ahmad arbery um uh, rashad you got uh rashad brooks you have um who else you have george floyd you got brianna taylor these I mean, you can't even it's constant yes those folks did not make it however i did and i look at i look at how god works if I was in that situation and I hadn't done all of the pre running and exercising and working out and had that app been telling me to run at that time, I wouldn't have heard that cop. He had his gun out. So if I'm running and I don't hear you and you have your gun out and you, bam, you could have shot me and said I was resisting arrest. It's like, no, I just didn't hear you. Also, when someone is petrified, they resist. If you think you're going to get the shit kicked out of you or killed, for yeah. real, you resist, period. Yeah, it's that fight or flight. It's, exactly. it's... I know people who were brought up with physical abuse. And I have a couple of friends where, like, you've, you know, wrestled over the years and you hold, don't hold me down. Don't. I mean, they literally have this, like, yeah, like, they'll kill you if you hold them down. I mean, people just, this is traumatizing what happened. Yeah. And the fact that they're just like, whatever, man, sorry, wrong person. It's, it's not okay. It's, it's not enough and it's not okay. And it needs to, and that's what we need to change. That's, that needs to change. that's the training that everyone's talking about. They're not talking about taking guns away and all the people are so stupid. It's about training them. Yep. 
all of them shit. It's just like, it makes no sense that in 10 to 16 weeks in America, you can become an officer. I know. However, overseas, they make you wait a couple of years. You wait a few years. If you go to Finland, you have to wait three years. I didn't even know that. No, you I gotta, you gotta, you gotta have schooling. You gotta go through training for three years wow. before you get a chance to get out there. That's why the police know what they're doing. They're not as quick to pop off. The mortality rates o- overseas are so different. I know than over here. They don't even we, carry guns in a at all. They can't. They're not supposed to. I know. It's it, it to me. It's just it's ridiculous. I got a chance to talk to the governor of Virginia. And we were just, you know, we were just chopping it up on what could be done. I'm like, yo, you need to put these people through school just like it needs to be a four year program. That's what it needs to be. Four years, three years, whatever. Or color code these motherfuckers, just like they do in Taekwondo. When you get when you get your belts, you got your white belt, yellow, green, blue. You need to be able to see what degree of officer you're dealing with if you get pulled over. So if they got that color, let's say they got a green. Oh, well, your supervisor got to be here. I'll stay. I'm not resisting. But you have a green stripe. So that means that you only have a year and a half of school. You're not done yet. So I'm going to need your supervisor to come here to, uh, to make sure that this situation goes smoothly. I, I suggested that. Dale, check in. I think that's a really smart idea. And it's, it's so... You're right. You are lucky that you got out okay. I mean, it's emotionally, it's not, and it's so humiliating. I mean, we get it as comics. I'm not compared, but meaning you could be the greatest thing since sliced bread and then you fucking bomb and we can be humiliated very quickly um, in front of people. But, you know, this is like, for me, that would be if I was a well-known person and, and just- act like that but i'm just saying it's like in public in the broad daylight it's crazy i mean how did you i mean switching subjects a little bit i'm just curious it sounds like you did you grow up with like a a good family like meaning yeah it seems like that i can tell i can usually tell if someone's from like a good base a good family yeah mom and dad uh mom and dad there you know both working working class folks Mm -hmm. you know um uh, both work for the government, you know, um, military, whatever you want to call it. My sister was there. My sister's my manager, you know. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, wait, did I meet her? I think I met her. You met Shana. You met Shana. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. She knows what she's doing. She's she's not just the manager. She has longevity because she's good at her job. You know, I, I don't, I'm not biased, you know. Yeah. Because um, my dad used to be my uh, manager and I had to get rid of him, so. <laughs> He was he was taking too much. He was he was taking oh too much. That's hysterical. He's driving up like a Range Rover and you're in a Hyundai. You're like, Dad. I didn't even that was in a Honda. I was in a bicycle. I didn't have shit. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you taking half my check? Really? Okay. We're not even married. You don't even yeah. we don't even sleep together, but you want half of my money? Nah, man. Well, I, I, son. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're that that's I love that you have your sister managing you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and she has been managing me since I was 19 years old from the first, from the first deaf comedy, um, jam audition that I had, uh, wow. Back in 2007. (laughs) So yeah, she's been, um, she's definitely been working with me and yeah, like I'm from the, listen, growing up, I'm from the suburbs, you know, 
Of course, I do have cousins, friends, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I've been to the hood. I can hang out there. Hey, how you doing? What up? You feel me? But I just don't live there, you know? Yeah. No, I understand. What what, what made you get into stand-up at such a young age? Because it's that's rare. I started much later. It was... It was something that the stage was always something I was good at, you know, um, because I started out doing theater at eight years old. So I was already in the theater and all the way in that world. So I wasn't foreign to the stage. Um, and I, my, my talent for mimicry. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. That just, you know, my when I did it in front of my parents, they didn't know that I could do it. Now, I was doing it for other folks, but I wasn't doing it in front of them because, you know, I'm, they're my, <laughs> when I grew up, I felt like they were the harshest critics and I was like, I don't know if this is ready yet, so I don't want to do this in yeah, front of them. Of but I remember it was a, um, it was a Christmas party that we had and all my uncles, they were like, I did it for them. They knew I did it, but my parents still hadn't. They were like, hey, Jake, get up there and do the Bernie Mac and do all of that. <laughs> and so I get in front of everybody and I do my thing. And my dad was just like, I didn't even, I, I thought you were quiet, man. I thought you were just, you just a quiet dude. I said, nah, nah, I'm not quiet. I'm pretty loud. I just have the door shut. That's all it is. And you don't know that side of me yet, right? Right. So then he, that's when he started managing. He started managing me and then, um, you know, uh, somehow when I was 19, I hooked up with Charlie Murphy and went on the road with him, but. That was my, um, that was gonna be my question. What was it like being 19 on the road with Charlie Murphy? I mean, you must have seen a lot of shit at that age. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much to all of my Patreon members for supporting the podcast. All right, hold up. Could you take a little off, off the P's? You're hitting them too hard. The Not action. Thank you so much to all of my Patreon members for supporting the podcast. Hold on, now you're whispering Patreon. Is there a reason oh. you're whispering? Well, you said to take the p Somewhere like, in the middle. Okay, okay. You ready? Action. Thank you so much to all of my Patreon members. Now you got to pause. For those of you who don't know, Patreon members, is that okay? <laughs> it was perfect. Why did you stop? Oh, okay. Patreon members. Cut. Let's go back to the beginning. Thank you and so- And action. Thank you so much to all my Patreon members for supporting the podcast. For those of you who don't know, Patreon members get early access to the podcast, ad-free episodes, and access to monthly live streams where we talk more about... All right, let's take it back to the beginning. That was perfect. Do it exactly like that. I just did it well, though, Except but why are you starting over? Thank you so much to all of my patron... Cut. Why are you screaming? Because I'm just trying to get through this. Action. Thank you so much to all of Action. my... Thank you so much to all of my Patreon members. For those of you who don't know, Patreon members get early access to the podcast. Perfect. Keep going. There's so many P's. Keep going. Keep going. Ad-free episodes. You could cut this out, right? For those of you who don't know, Patreon members get early access to the podcast, ad-free episodes, and access to monthly live streams where we talk more about being relatively sane. Hold up. Did we agree on monthly live streams? Yes, you told me I should do them because it'll get more members. I don't know how to do a monthly live stream. Don't you just talk in your phone? Uh, we'll figure it out. 
Come on, let's get through this. We have to go. We should okay. speed this up. All right. Thank you so much to all my Patreon members for supporting this podcast. For those of you who don't know, Patreon members get early access to the podcast, ad-free episodes, and access to monthly live streams. We don't know what that is, but whatever, where we talk about being relatively sane. If you want to join our fantastic community that is so corny, go to patreon.com slash Jessica Curson. That's patreon.com slash Jessica Curson. That's patreon. I think you said patriot.com. Go to petroleum.com, I mean, patreon.com slash Jessica Curson. That's patreon.com slash Jessica Curson. Patreon.com slash Jessica Curson. Thanks again. And cut. That's a wrap. Ugh. Oh, yeah. I, I saw, uh, I, but the, the thing I will say about Charlie is Charlie never, he always separated me from the bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if they were doing what, if they were having fun doing whatever, I would not, I would be in the other room or I'd be away from it. He was like my uncle, you know, he, he was like, yo man, I'm going to tell you something, man. He said, your mother is not going to be hitting me up talking about Charlie Murphy corrupting her son, man. It's not fucking happening, man. Good for him. Put that J down, nigga. <laughs> Give it here. Give it to me. I can smoke it. You can't smoke this shit. Hey, <laughs> you know that laugh, that, that maniacal laugh. <laughs> I'm like, God dang, nigga, that, that shit, that need a rated R feature right there. That need a rated R rated. <laughs> well, so then you went, we were with him and then what happened? I'm just curious with the Saturday Night Live thing. Did okay. Just audition? I mean, I know this is a dumb, because everyone has a different experience with them. Some people- I mean, look, here's the thing. A year, 2009, mm-hmm. I was, uh, I got hooked up with um, with my agent, um, uh, Josh Pearl. Hey, we, we don't work together anymore. Still love him. He works for CAA. Shout out to him. Um, dope, so dope. But um, the SNL people were at the showcases and they were already viewing. Wow. And my team was already- putting together videos and sending it to them. So in 2010, it was like, okay, does he have another audition tape to send? So I sent him another audition tape, uh, got the call back to go in. What an in August. thing. You must have been freaking out. I was freaking out, man. I was thinking in my head, I was like, oh shit, I'm about to leave the house. My parents can finally walk around naked again. I was just, <laughs> about to leave the house, shit. They about to walk around naked. Oh my god! Um, and then uh, after after the callback, I went and tested, and got it. Three weeks later, I got a call from Laura Michaels saying, "That call must dude, it's freaking wild." It's like this, Jay. I missed the call at first. I missed it. Oh, uh, I missed Laura Michaels' call. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, that's a big call to miss. Yeah, I know. I know. That's like, yeah, I know. Well, anyway, so I call, <laughs> I call back and uh, he picks up the phone. He goes, he said, Jay, are you ready to come to New York? Oh, yeah. yeah. We think you're so talented. And um, yeah, it's, it's time for you to, it's time for your life to change. Are you ready? I was like, hold on. Yeah, man. Let's uh, let's make some magic. <laughs> it's that silent. Of course, that is the craziest call to get as a yeah. Girl. That is. I mean, have I've, you ever auditioned? You know, it's so crazy, Jay. I've never gone in and auditioned, 
And I do so many characters. It just yeah. wasn't, but that was my dream was, you know, when I was a kid to be on Saturday Night Live. And then I knew how hard it was for a lot of people. You know, over the years, yeah. I would hear stories just from so many friends, Dean Edwards and this one. And I was like, oh boy, this is not, the, this is rough. This is what I will say. I know, this is what I will say about that. Talent will always show itself. Mm -hmm. No matter what medium, no matter, no matter where it's, it's bubbling up, if you're talented, yeah. it's going, you'll be fine. So I will personally tell you as one of your friends, you'd be perfect for that show. Perfect. <laughs> well, perfect. If any, and if nothing, even, even your pen, even your writing, your writing ability is on point. Yeah. So you would be perfect and fit into the fabrication of that show. And they wouldn't be ready. They wouldn't be ready for some, they wouldn't be ready for some stuff like that. I'm just saying. Because you write, you're off when you write. You know what I'm saying? Well, they used to be. Don't you agree? It used to be so free. I mean, old, like, I'm talking years. The, the, yeah. Yes, my God, Jay. I would laugh so fucking hard at John Belushi and Gilda Radner. I mean, that was what I grew up with. And, yeah. Um, how long were you on it for? Six years. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, man. Most people, I think Sandler... Well, the Sandler was up there for five uh, freaking, um, I know Dean was up there for three. I think Finesse was up there for three. Um, Jerry, what's the other black? I don't even remember his name. He was up there for a year. Ben Stiller went through there. He was on a oh, year. You don't even know because they were on so quick. Wasn't Robert, Sarah Silverman on it? Who? Sarah Silverman? Oh, I think she was. I just completely made that up, but I think... <laughs> Look, 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 I'm looking. As you ask and I'm looking up like, I don't know. Let me check my Google real quick. Let's check. We do have the resources to check I this out. I, 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 some people were on very quick, like weren't on for long at all. Um, yeah, she had to be. She, yeah, yeah, because she was at the, yeah, she was at the 40th. So yeah, she was up there. Yeah, she was. <laughs> yeah. I think she was wow. up for long, but um. But do you feel like, like, what do you think about comedy now? Because like you've been on a hit show, you're you're on the road cr constantly. So what are you doing now? Are you are you doing any stand up? Well, I haven't. Unluckily, I haven't been able to do stand up since March, which is killing me. I've never been off stage this long. My longest being off stage was two months, mm -hmm. and. I had to I had to shoot a movie in Montreal and I came back and I did the Toronto uh, comedy with, with Toronto Comedy Festival, whatever, JFL, Tor Toronto. And I was rusty, but I was still, you know. So when <laughs> when I got a review written on me, I was ready to wring that motherfucker's neck because I'm like, bruh, so I haven't even done stand up in two months. <sighs> so. To answer your question, what I feel about the state of comedy right now, I feel like um, <laughs> I feel like since there is so much going on, even though you have to be politically correct and all of this, I think there's still a good way to do it. And I'm just gonna say this: I think if you're a black person and you've gone through some shit, you can pretty much talk about whatever. They ain't gonna get mad at you. They're gonna be like, "Okay, all right, just shut it, shut up, just okay, 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 just." <laughs> Just cool it. We get it. We understand. We're not going to cancel you. Okay. <laughs> That's what I think. I think. I hope. I think me personally right now, I think when I get a chance to get back on the road, which is probably going to be in another month and a half or 
whatever. Yeah, I'm still going to try to do, I'm going to try to set up some shows and just get myself back into the rhythm. I have been writing though. I've definitely been writing, but um, uh, I feel like when I get back, into it, all of this shit that has happened and just the state of the world, I feel like it's gonna be fire. I feel like this next special that I'm gonna put out is going to be, these next two are going to be I superb. Get I get it, I know what you mean. It's like, it's, 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 um, I feel ignited. Like I just yes. wanna just go up there and rant and just say, cause I'm so angry and disgusted. Right. I am when so, you so disgusted with this world. I don't even know what to say. When you bottle up, when we're we're comedians, like we're right now stand-up comedians who are who are good, yeah. we're like lightning in a bottle right now, mm -hmm. and that bottle is going to get open pretty soon. And when it does, I think there's going to be even more change happening because everybody who makes sense is going to be talking about it. I agree. And and also, um, besides that, because uh, you did ask me what else I've been doing. Mm -hmm. uh, I got a Nickelodeon show, Unfiltered. That's oh, good. Yeah, that's it's killing right now. I was doing great. Uh, what kind of show is it? I have. Uh, I got a. Say that again. What kind of show is it? The Nick oh, it's like a uh, it's like a mystery celeb show where the kids have to try to sift out all these clues and guess who it is, I and the person's that. under a filter. It's pretty dope. Good. Um, so I got that. Uh, I got a movie that I'm about to do that they're going to, I don't care. I'm, they're going to announce it. So I'm doing a deal right now. So me and Christina Milian, uh, we're doing this movie, this Alicia Keys movie. We're going to be going out to East, yeah, East Africa to shoot that. Um, I've got, <laughs> I've got a few, I've got a few calls from people stepping down about positions in the, in the animated world. Yeah. So I, I, I until until they say it, I'm not going to say what those projects are. Yeah. But look out for those. Mm -hmm. And what else am I doing, man? I shooting music videos and be shooting music videos in my house. I turn this bitch to a music video. I just gotta make sure the body's right before I turn the yeah, camera on. Good, honey. Thank you. You look good. I'm serious. You know, I, you know, I, you know, thank you. You know, you know, my, you know, no filter. You know, no filter. Yeah, I mean, you're you're buff. Thank you. It's just the angle. It's the angle of this. If I if, if I dip it, trust me, it ain't gonna look the same. I mean, I'm I'm yeah. I mean, you should see. I'm I'm not even wearing pants. I don't wear pants. <laughs> me neither. If I pan down, you will see nine inches of something. <laughs> I think I'm turning straight on this podcast right now. Am I turning you straight with my words? Can I think some men can? I've heard that so many times. If you just haven't had the right, I'm starting to think that might be the truth. Hey, um, I don't know. This whole pandemic is making me lose my mind. Well, you know, so what can I say? I can't. <laughs> have you done any Zoom shows? Um, no, I have not. Yeah. I dread those. I'm like, it's just so, Jessica, you know, I know. being on that stage and destroying punchline after punchline after punchline yeah. is not the same uh, as being in a chat room with a thousand people who you can't see and they say LOL or send little funny faces. Now, I have done that. It's called Instagram Live. <laughs> I've done it, but... That Instagram Live is more in interesting to me, to be honest with you. Yeah. Really is. Now I did a gig in New York in Queens in the back of a diner. How was that? 
and I stood on a stage by garbage and there were cars that pulled in and I'm like if someone honks I'm gonna fall off the stage and die because I'm so traumatized physically I'm like you can honk but people are like flashing their lights I'm like this is so upsetting I actually <laughs> sat there and cried it's it's literally synonymous to uh doing the chitlin circuit and being at a being at a place called footprints and them shaking their keys at you if they don't like the jokes <laughs> Get him off this stage, Pomboy, not funny, no giving the likes. Hysterical. <laughs> I'd rather do the roughest room. And I, this was painful. It's outside so, in the heat. There was a bunch of New York comics there, and we're all like, wow. It's a this lot. is what it's come to. I can't do it. I can't do those. I yeah, can't perform uh, for cars. It's, I can't. It's so, it's so crazy to me that. Um, I was talking about moves on the next special and how to roll it out. And I said, yeah. you know what? It could be, it probably will be kind of dope to do like an outside barbecue type situation, yeah. having people separated, have a stage with a mic, be away from them. And then I watched Dave Chappelle's special and I was like, oh, he did it. Never mind. <laughs> oh, he did it. Somewhere. You could do it somewhere else outside. Doesn't have to be, it could look different. There's I think other people that do it, trust me. Yeah. Do you think all specials are going to start looking like that, though? Is, it, is, that, is, is that the new etiquette for specials? Is going to be people going to be in hamster balls telling jokes and shit? Is that what it's going to be? I'm going to be in a barn. Um, <laughs> some cows. No, I don't think that. I think you can do it. But do I think it has to have some kind of, you know, shtick. Some kind right. of thing. But I, I think you can do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to get back out there and and just be in front of people again and um, uh, uh, spread my non-COVIDness because I ain't got it. That's that's. I'm happy to do that. Yeah, I mean, me I've seen some of my here that are doing it outside where I did it. Mm -hmm. um, Chelsea Handler's coming to do shows, David Tell, and they're at Governor's Comedy Club and Stress Factory. They actually built outside spaces, which are great because they have tents. Oh. So it's really nice because you can do like five shows, six shows, and they're not big, you know, they're socially distanced and you're outside. So it's like doing, you should do Stress Factory. You really should. How many, how many people are, uh, are at the shows? Dress Factory can seat, I think, like 140. You should, have you, you've been there, right? I've been to Stress Factory, right, yeah. So the whole driveway and outside is all mm. under a tent now. Gotcha. It's, cool. it's really spread out and it's great. And I had fun there. Um, okay. So there are some places and, and there's like the stand is doing them outside on the sidewalk. It's crazy. Cool. They're, they're thinking of different things to do, but... Yeah, because you have to. I mean, you you don't want to be enclosed in a space. Oh. Somebody sneezes in the back and they got corona and then the shit circulate through the air conditioning and then you on the stage and it blow on your head and now you got the shit. <laughs> I mean, that's a... That's okay. pretty... That's it. Listen, we don't know anything about this shit. This thing could... We have no idea. Nah, we, we, really, we really don't know. We don't know what it is. Um, they keep, they keep telling us that it's contained, it's not. And, uh, we're the only country, uh, who, who's, who has the highest cases. And most of those cases are in Florida. Um, they, by the way, all the cases. many more than most countries. I mean, like 
thousands more. And it's spreading like a motherfucker. I mean, it's crazy. Let's just, can we just, maybe we should just sell Florida. I mean, I, yeah. If we sold Florida and took like Tobago or some shit like that, like I am. Amazing. Right. Can we? Maybe we could swap it. Can't we just cut it off and send it like near Cuba or something and just. It, it's, it's North Cuba. That's all it is. No. It's just North Cuba. Great, but what the fuck is going on there? Now? It used to be great. I'm telling yeah. you. The, the best thing about, the best thing about them is uh, Cubans. <laughs> that's a real talk the best thing about florida is cuban you and got the best thing is looking at people in south miami in miami beach that's the best thing is just sitting and looking at how hot everyone is that's what i'm talking about yeah. Cubans. Right. <laughs> i know i feel the same way yeah that's a nice cuban yeah that's a nice well that's a nice cuban that's a nice cuban that's a nice cuban too oh so, oh a dominican oh shit some right. new shit and then there's 20, like 80, 88 year olds who are coughing and like shitting everywhere. That's what, that's yeah. what Florida. What is it, what is it, West Palm? West Palm is, they should change the name of West Palm to Corona City because yeah. it ain't nothing but old people, retired people, and they all have it. I it's can guarantee. Palm, is. palm Beach, yep, or West Palm, wherever the fuck it's right there. Yeah. So let's yeah. hope. Um, I adore you. I want to do something. I don't say this a lot. I know it might be uncomfortable to hear this, but you, you are a star. Thank you. You are a star. You have it. It's so amazing when I see that because it's rare. And I, I can always say like when I worked with Amy Schumer and I worked with Krista Stefano years ago, I the minute I met them, I'm like, they're going to do well. Like I knew Amy, I just knew it. She just had it and you have it. So I'm so, it's very important to me that you came on and like you, you told that story. I really am so glad that people got to hear that because it's not just people, random people. Like this happens all the time, all day, every day, everywhere. Mm -hmm. It is a, it is an everyday reality that we are forced to walk in and we shouldn't have to, but we have to. I'm praying that this is the breakdown before the breakthrough. It is. Not, I think it, it, it will get a little worse and that's okay. Because I think <laughs> it needs to change desperately. So it doesn't matter. It will, we'll all be okay. But I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you so I much. I thought I didn't see that. I would have been killed. <laughs> I, I, I don't stay quiet. I'm, I, I get myself into trouble sometimes, but. Yeah. Um, but you are a star and you're but even by telling that story and from being out there and doing what you do, you're helping a lot of people. I'm telling you, you have incredible energy. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. You know, I adore you and I feel you are a star as well. And, and when we have <laughs> when we have our big ass mansions yeah. and, and then and then we have the we, we have our cookouts and shit, you'd be at the house. And, and then we'd be sipping on mimosas and just enjoying. And at that point, I won't care about the Beyonce hips because I have fucking kids and uh, a wife. And I'll be like, ah, take me how I am, bitch. <laughs> let the hips out when that happens. Let them out. Like, really <laughs> let them out. <laughs> how much do you really love me? Mm. <laughs> I want to see you one day when we're old and famous and you just have fucking huge hips huge. 
that's how you know when I when you see the hips, I'm I'm officially I've officially made it. <laughs> you don't care anymore. Quest Love gonna be like, hey man, what the fuck? <laughs> that's my guy. I love Quest. That's my dude. Yeah, he's great. So dope. He is. I love him. I met him. I love. He was the sweetest guy. So tell people where they can watch you again and where they can see you. I mean, you're all over, but you know, I want people to keep in touch with you. You can watch me on Nickelodeon, uh, unfiltered Saturdays, eight thirty, seven thirty Central. Uh, I got two movies out. I got one called Two Minutes of Fame with Cat Williams. I'm starring in it. Cat Williams, Kiki Palmer, DC Young Fly, Dion Cole. Um, who else is in that? Uh, Ron Rico Lee, Andy Allo. Uh, uh, Carmela Zambada from you. There's a lot of people in that one. And then I have another movie called How to Fake a War that is going to be released digitally uh, August the 6th. Um, I got another movie called How to Fake a War that's coming out too. I'm giving you options. I have another movie called How to Fake a War that's coming. Let me try again. I got another movie called How to Fake a War. Um, I shot that into Bleezy. Uh, that's out. You can look at that. And um, shoot, man, what else? Look at me when I get back on the road yep. and for them next two specials because they're going to be fire. You're amazing. You're amazing. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so I much. I will talk to you very soon. I can't wait to see your, your stuff after this shit show. Yes, ma'am. And I can't wait to get back on stage with you. It was always a pleasure. And you, you, you're, you're phenomenal. You're a star. And I, I, you know, I fuck with you. So. I know. You're the best. Thank you. I, that means so much coming from you. You have no idea. Thank you.